to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. So we're going to go ahead and go right to our callers today. Okay. How about, how about line one? We have Gail from Sherman Oaks, California. Gail, you made it through to speak with Dr. Wayne Dyer. You're live on air. Yay. Hi. Hi, Gail. How are you? Good. How are I'm, you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. I'm, I was in Maui with you for the Dow event. Oh, my goodness. It was fantastic. Did you love that? I did, and I can't wait to go next year. We're going to do it again. We've got. I don't know if it's on the uh, if it's on the website yet, but it will be very soon. If it isn't, yeah, it's going to be just before uh, Halloween, a three a three day event again. It's going to be. I'll phenomenal. be there. Well, my question for you is about your CD manif- uh, meditations for manifesting. Yes. And I have been using it, and I've been religiously using it. I've been doing it every day now, and I notice the biggest shift in everything, my mood and just how things turn out. And in fact, today's meditation was about getting through on the phone line, so it did work. Uh-huh. And, um, but there are, I just, I think I know the answer, but I just wanted to hear from you. Okay. Um, I have, my calling is a website that I developed. Right which is GodBlessHumanity.com. Oh, I've heard of that. Yes. And, yeah, because um, in fact that came from a talk. Didn't we, you communicated with me I did, that. yes. Because everyone always says within, God bless America, and I've always said, I don't know why people think that God would want to single out America uh, for a blessing uh, when you know we're all one. And, and I've always liked the term God bless humanity so much, much better. Yeah. Yes, well, I heard you say that, and I just couldn't get out of my head, and I just thought somebody has to make it, so I did, and... It's a place where I just promote people doing fabulous things for others. Uh-huh. And deep down, I know this is the right thing to be doing, and then sometimes those ego voices pop up and, oh, who are you to think you can do this, and blah, 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 blah. And I just find that if I use your CD, it helps hush those voices. Right. And I just was wondering if you had any insight or thought on that at all. Well, um, I, I think the um, the thing that we have to be careful about with with uh, with manifesting is to try to put a timeline on what it is that we want to create. I mean, a lot of people do speak about that, and I don't know about you, Summer. When you when you do your flow dreaming thing, the, I always say that uh, everything arrives in God's time. You know, it's like or in the source's time, and that when we get impatient with it or we think it should be going another way, as long as we can hang on to the passion, as long as we can and, and, and continue. To do the manifesting and put uh, put our attention on, on the repetition of this sound. And the repetition of this sound is a very in, in, internally is a very powerful thing. This isn't uh, a, a a mantra that I created. Uh, this is something that goes way 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 back in, in the ancient literature of Patanjali and even before. Uh, the repetition of the sound of the name of God, the sound that's in the name, which is the sound of Ah. And the repetition of that sound repeatedly. By, and just letting go and just allowing. But what you know what I've come to, a, and you probably remember if you were there with me on Maui, that um, I think one of the most important things that we have to, to remember is that if we want to create something for ourselves and we're looking for it to be successful in terms that are generally financial or uh, with certain kind of rewards coming our way and so on, very often that, uh, that, will, that will almost get in the way of it. Right. It's like... 
the way that the angels find you, it seems to me that the, uh, the divine guidance will show up in our lives, is when we put our attention, take our attention off of what is in it for us, and we shift it onto how may I serve, how may I serve, how may I serve. As long as you can keep yourself doing your, you know, your job of meditation and asking that question, how may I serve, um, whatever it is that is, uh, is going to show up for you at exactly the right time and the right amount. And the less attached you are to uh, the success that it's going to bring you, the, the financial success or the success of the website and so on, right. and the more connected that you are to making this an, an option of just simply uh, living what I call, you, you know about it, living the virtues, the four mm-hmm. virtues, which is yes, what the four virtues. teaches us. Um, you're on, you're, you're on tar- target and on purpose. Thank you. Yes, I, I just I needed to hear you. I mean, yeah. I, I feel that. That's when I was at the event with you. I, it just hit me like a lightning bolt that I knew that that was the purpose of why yeah. I was doing it. It had nothing to do with me. Yeah, and, and the irony of all of that, Gail, is that uh, more and more and more of what it is that you're no longer attached to uh, will begin to show up. And as yeah. it does, <laughs> you know, you'll find yourself less and less even, uh, um, you, you'll even be not even wowed by it anymore. After right. a while, you'll be just saying, of course. <laughs> right, no, exactly. It's starting to pop up in many ways. I understand yeah. what you're talking about. But there's about. thousands of people listening uh, right now and, uh, you know, all over the world, so we can just give it a, a wonderful plug because it's a great idea. Yes, it's, and it, if, while I'm on that, can I just say that I'm I'm looking for people who want to write great things about great people. I'm, it's just, this is for everybody. This is not about me. Right. So, yeah. so any of you that are interested in, in posting and writing about, you know, any any great people that you've met or encountered or whatever it is, go to GodBlessHumanity.com. Uh, ask, you know, communicate with Gail and let's get this thing rolling. Okay, how about Christina? She was my next favorite pick here. Line four. Christina, welcome to the show. Christina, line four, are you with us? Okay. There Hello. Is. Hi, Christina. Hi, can you hear me? Yep. Hi, Wayne. Hi. I've just been reading your Being in Balance. Um, I got the gift set from Hay House. Oh, good. And um, I'm just wondering, I spoke with you a while ago. I have a spinal cord injury. You have what? I have a spinal cord injury. Right. Yeah, and I spoke with you a while ago about your friends in Maui there that has one. Uh-huh. And I'm just wondering, you say that we're already connected to everything that we need, like the healing in my instance. I'm just wondering if you can elaborate on that. Like how would I be connected to it already and maybe you have some... Yeah. Oh, I can let it in. I have a problem with the word healing, um, although it's used a lot in the Course in Miracles. I never quite understand, I mean, but it, they speak about healing as if uh, you know, you know, if you want to become a healer to heal other people, you have to really heal yourself. The assumption behind um, trying to get ourselves uh, well from a uh, you know from an injury or a disease or something, uh, and praying for it. Uh, the assumption behind that is that that the source, that God, the Creator, that which allows everything to come into the world, whatever you want to call it, um, is a withholding God, is a withholding spirit. Like it has the ability to just say, "Okay, you're healed," but it doesn't do it. Um, I just don't think that the universe works that way. I don't. Th- my study of, uh, especially in, in uh, my study of the Tao and, and, and change your thoughts, change your life, uh, it's really quite the opposite. That my favorite prayer, and I wrote a whole book about this prayer, you know, the prayer of St. Francis. And St. Francis, when he was looking for peace, uh, he didn't get down on his knees and say, please give me peace. I don't have any peace. Please give me peace. And was always asking for peace, coming from the position that he uh, he has a lack of peace and that God has the ability to give it to him but is withholding it. Instead, he said, make me an instrument of thy peace. In other words, let help me to remember to return 
to the place of peace from which I originated, which is what the source of all things is. Now, I feel the same way about about healing or about about health. That um, if you can, if you if you do pray or if you do meditate or whatever, if you put your attention and your energy on, uh, make me an instrument of Thy well-being. In other words, let me return to the well-being place from which I originated. Now, that isn't some kind of a guarantee that your spinal cord injury is just going to go away and you're going to just stand up and you're going to be doing loop-de-loops or whatever. But it will give you a sense of well-being and an awareness that whatever condition your body is in, and there are many people out there who are in wheelchairs and people who are quadriplegics and people who are blind and deaf and uh, in limping and arthritic and and endless kinds of, uh, you know, difficulties, physical difficulties they have. But the ones that are seem to be at peace, the ones who have that, that sense of peace and have accepted this as like their curriculum to God. In other words, this is, this is the curriculum that I have opted for or that I've attracted or that, that I'm going to, that I'm living with now. And when you, when you begin to accept that and fully understand that and then begin to say, whatever it is that I have within me, I am going to work as hard as I can on living what I call the four virtues, which are the virtue of reverence for all of life, and the the virtue of kindness and courtesy and, and and serenity and so on. When you when you begin to live that way and just totally dedicate your your inner world towards the, serving other people in some way and getting your focus and your attention off of yourself, um, you will you will find yourself the likelihood of this thing correcting itself or getting yourself better and better and better. I think is much greater than if you stay in a place of um, you know, this something is missing and I don't have it or I'm I'm, I'm unfortunate or I don't but have the right medication know, or whatever. Like, I know that I can get better. You know, I've learned a lot from Greg Braden and Esther Hicks. And, you know, I know it's possible to get better from it. And I just feel like I want it so bad that I'm resisting it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's because the wanting of it is the, the assumption behind the wanting of it is that um, that that what you would like to have in order to have a sense of peace and, and, and fulfillment and joy and, and be living your life the way you want to is missing now. And, and that, missing, that, that missingness is what is holding you back, in my, in my estimation. I think more than anything, it's important for you to place your attention on where you are and what is taking place in your life is all part of the, is all part of the perfection of it all. Stop judging it. Stop worrying about it. Stop being angry about it. Stop being upset and hurt and depressed and any of those kinds of things that might be. And instead, shift your attention and your energy outward onto, you know, being in a state of peace, reaching out to people who are in less, worse places off than you are, getting your mind, your thoughts off of this as a as a deformity or as a, as a problem, and 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 you'll begin to notice. I noticed this with my mom, who's almost 92. And she's got this horrible thing with her back. But whenever I go over there, and I'm down in Florida now where she lives, and I go over there and I'll spend a couple of hours just talking to her or, or going for a walk, you know, get, taking her outside or whatever it might be, that all the time that she is focused on telling a story or, or reaching out to someone else or laughing or whatever, that the whole issue of, of what is going on with her in her back d- d- disappears and dissolves. And when she when she puts her attention on it, when she's thinking about it, focused on it, feeling sorry for herself about it, whatever, is when she begins to realize, she begins to experience the, you know, the the, the problem that goes with it. And there's a quick question about that story um, about your daughter that had the her bumps or her flat yeah. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, um, about your daughter who had the flat work. 
Yes, that's sage, right? Talked to them and they went away. Right. And I'm just wondering, um, from that perspective, doesn't that attract it if you're saying like go away? Doesn't that bring you more? Yeah, it's very interesting what you bring that story up because it wasn't long ago because I the, the doctor who uh, she told that 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 was associated with that is over on Maui. He's named Kenny Mallet, and he's a dermatologist. And I was talking to him, and I said, you know, Sage finally told me um, what she said to her warts. Because all this time, because her letter is in that book, A Spiritual Solution to Every Problem, and what, what it was that she said that made them go away. And she had told me she could never tell me. And she like, it's now, well, she's now 18, and I think she was 7 when it happened. So it's now 11 years later. And I said to her, finally, she said, all right, Dad. She said, I'm going to tell you what I told the, 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 the warts that day. And um, and I was you know I just wasn't sure what that was going to be. And I was telling Kenny about it, and he said, "Well, he probably uh, you know he was thinking, well, she said, uh, you know, I want you to get, I want you to be out of there, and and you know, and 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 scurry and get past, get out of my body, and all of that." She said, "No, it wasn't that at all." She said, "I I was I told those warts that I loved them, and that I wasn't angry at them, and that um, and that they had every right to be wherever they wanted to be." I was just asking them if they would be be someplace else other than on my face. He said, but I just I just sent them love. That's what she did, and that's what made them go away in three days. Oh, that's so wonderful, because I got that this morning when I was listening to your CDs. I thought, well, that's just what I'll do. I'll say, you know, like, I love you, but I think our, our time has passed. I'm ready to get yeah. out. Yeah, our time together is now complete, and I love you. And, and I, you know, that's that's often the I've, – I've had a lot of people who've had very serious uh, – bouts of cancer and so on who have done the very same thing, who, who instead of getting angry at it and, and upset and depressed and, and, and miserable and, and, and coming up with warlike images to get rid of it, like, you know, we're going to shoot it out of there, we're going to kill it, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, come up with a ba- an artillery to, to defeat it. Instead, it's like, uh, you know, whatever the question, love is the answer. Christina, we're going to let you go now since your Thank line you, is a little muffled and appreciate yeah. your call a lot. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, Dr. Dyer, let's move on to David now. He's calling from Miami, Florida, but it's beautiful in Miami right it now. Is. Line I'm... three, that's where <laughs> <Hi>. you are. <laughs> Hi, David. Hi, it is beautiful in Miami. I know. Well, I'm in Boca Raton, so oh, I yeah. could just look over my left shoulder and see you. Yeah, I grew up there. Did you? City. Yeah, I'm thinking about moving back up that way. Uh-huh. It's nice. What's um, on your mind? I've been doing your, I actually started uh, your job of meditation like a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, and I was in a job I hated, and there were people in my life that were problems, and I kept telling myself, I just want i want to be out of this job, and I want this person gone from my life, and I got exactly what I asked for. And she came to the company, and I ended up getting, she ended up firing me. So <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, So, and I'm grateful for it. I honestly, I think it's probably one of the best things that happened to me. Uh-huh. Um, over the last year and a half, I've been doing um, meditations, and I just started with the job of meditation again a couple months ago, trying to, to get a new job and get, you know, get things clear. And a lot of stuff came up, and I had to deal with, you know, past issues and mm-hmm. stuff that I thought was gone. And I'm grateful for having to go through all that. And at this point, I feel very peaceful, even though I really do need a job at this point. Uh-huh. And I've been doing the meditation. I guess my question, it's hard to know what to ask, but since I've been doing the meditation for the last six months, I'm, I'm very peaceful, and I've had a lot of stuff happen. I, I, went, I go down to the ocean in the morning, and I, I do the meditation, and I'll see, like, lights, and I'll see, I'll actually hear almost like the sound of, uh, of Om coming back to me. Right. 
and you know it's increasing and i just wondered is that is that a sign that i'm getting yes higher on my vibration it is, and I'm definitely. Out i was just going to say that to you that's that, that i i had that same experience after i'd been doing it a couple of years uh and i do it on a daily basis uh and and can go into that alpha state almost immediately but um but I, it isn't a question of a job for you. I mean, you, you know how to get a job. You're a strong, you know, capable, smart guy. Yeah. Um, the question is is really what what uh, what do I want to be doing with my life right now? It seems to me, and uh, the the kind of job that you see yourself doing, which is one that has you know paychecks associated with it and benefits, and I don't know, working for some you know for a company or something, is probably not the way it's going to go for you, Dennis. It's uh, it's probably it's, it's like if there's probably how old are you? I'm just turned forty-one. Forty-one. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you were a little younger. Uh, it, it's like there's uh, even more so. It's um, it's like if if you were to get the most perfect job for you that didn't involve working for somebody else but involved uh, you getting paid, what would it be? Um, well, actually, it would be something creative, maybe writing or. Maybe running a business where I could actually be physically involved in in making decisions, but not really. I guess I I don't like. It's hard to explain. I don't like getting stuck in the authority part of it because it's yeah, usually can, ego. You know. Yeah, it's coming reason. across really clear with you. Uh, yeah. For me, that I mean, you're you're going to have to. I, I would put my attention and my japa, my my meditation on uh, how can uh, how can you be an offerer, a, a giver. A provider of of a service, uh, and let that come to you, whatever that is going to be. And now, no matter how ridiculous the responses seem to be that are coming to you about it, uh, let it in. Okay. Uh, that you, uh, you know, that, that that you working for somebody else for a paycheck doesn't sound like that's going to happen anymore for you in this lifetime. But yeah. you uh, being that creative person who can who can create and and you know whether it's invent a new company or, or whatever it might be, and you can be the one in charge of it and you can be the orchestrator of it and you're, the, you're not only the actor in there, but you're also the director and you're even the producer of this entire project. And that the, the financing and the, the people that you need and whatever, there's already probably somebody close by in your life that would like to partner up with you and do this. Do you know who that is? Um, yeah, prob- my roommate probably. Yeah. Is that a man or a woman? It's a man. Yeah, it sounds like the, like a, a joint project for you and uh, and, and somebody else. I'd go with right. it, David. I'd yeah, go with that. Working on getting over the fear of just jumping into it, I guess. Yeah, that's my my forty year old daughter uh, who just turned forty this year. Uh, had just did the same thing. She left a major company, Best Buy, and um, gave up her benefits and gave up all of that and uh, and just went inside and listened to her calling and created her own business. It's called Urban Junket. It's uh, and she creates. She designs handbags and so on, but she's never been happier in her life. She's not making as much money as she used to be, but she's right. like a totally, completely different person. Now. She's yeah, so and I'm at the point really where, I mean, when I think about money, it's like, what do you do? You're going to work to get a paycheck, and that's what decides what, what happiness is. I just really, I, I'm at the point where I can't even get atta- involved in it. Yeah, you know I, mean? I know. I know what you mean. I've, I always, I tell my audiences over and over and over again: you're never free. You're never completely, totally, 100% free, as long as you're working for somebody else. If somebody's right. offering you a paycheck and somebody's telling you what time to come in and what to wear and, and how to think and, and how to create this and so on. And 
and has you know holds over you the benefits and holds over you you know what all of that uh, that pressure and power um, your freedom is gone and for you and I knew it the second that I, that I, I you started talking uh, freedom is probably uh, the most important thing for you here here this one could be interesting how about Terry line seven Asheville North Carolina Terry hi hello hi Terry. Hello. Hey, Dwayne. Thanks for taking my call. Asheville, um, North Carolina. Is that your home? It is. You know Have who, you been here? Do you know who your most famous uh, literary uh, uh, birth person was in there? Thomas Wolfe. Thomas Wolfe. You can't go home again. Time <laughs> in the river, the web in the rock. I read all of that. I was. Uh, I loved him. He was a beautiful, beautiful man. Sometimes yes. your former professor professorism comes out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we we are reminded. <laughs> he was a great, great writer, one of the great American writers of the 20th century. Okay, yeah. Asheville, what's on your mind, Terry? Um, well, I had a question, but you know, I'm sitting here um, with my best friend, and she has a better question. So I'm going to let you talk to her, and her name is Heather. And okay. she's struggling with her business and struggling with her life, and she just has well, let's she has get her need straightened for a lot of help. All right, hold on. This is our surprise caller of the show. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're getting right now. Let's right. go for it. That's okay. Um, Hi, Heather. Hi, Wayne. <laughs> What's going on in your world that needs to uh, be fixed? I just am having a very hopeless kind of day. Hopeless? I'm feeling kind of hopeless. I have a wonderful business, but I can't figure out how to make work. Uh-huh. And it's affecting, you know, my life and my marriage and everything else. What is this business? Uh, I have a performing arts school. Uh-huh. So you teach people who want to become actors and actresses? Or people that just want to, you know, improve their self-esteem mm-hmm. and self-awareness. And so it's a wonderful of. business. What's wonderful about it? Uh, the people. Uh-huh. The, the people, the connection, the energy. Uh-huh. And, and what's the problem? Um, getting it to financially work. Getting it to financially work. Mm-hmm. You know that that's the that's one of the thoughts that you got to really sort of work at getting rid of that idea that money is the is the reason why something isn't happening. I've I've never bought into it. I always think it's one of the huge huge excuses that we use um, for something not working at at you know at the level that we'd like it to work at. And we can always cop out uh, with, uh, it didn't work out, I didn't have the money, I didn't have the financing, I didn't have the backing, or whatever it might be. But if uh, if, if you can put your attention on attracting that abundance into your life and that uh, that financing or whatever it is that you are needing uh, to, to make to really make a go of it, and uh, you know just be willing to um, you know to ask for that and to and to see it showing up in your life. Um, you, you'd be surprised how quickly you can make something like that turn around. I've, I've never liked the, the, uh, the, the that as a reason for doing or not doing anything because I think the world has just you know got there's so many opportunities. There's loans. There's people out there who want to do it. There's probably former students of yours that are probably very grateful and would love to invest in it. Um, I always, I'm always constantly looking at all of the reasons why something can work out rather than ever looking at any reason why it's not. Can you think sure. of any 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 other ways, you know, to make this thing work other than that that have uh, that ex- that built-in excuse that the financing isn't available? Well, it's uh, you're, you're right. You're right. It's, <laughs> it's there somewhere, and uh, I just have been spending the last three years 
spinning my wheels, making it happen. I've gotten this far, which is absolutely fabulous. Uh-huh. And how far are you? <clears throat> We're three, three and a half years in. Uh-huh. And do you have students? Yeah, we have uh, over 500 students. Oh, my goodness. you got a booming business going on out there. And you're <laughs> talking about you got 500 people? Yeah. And yeah. And, and and still the finances aren't work, aren't right. Yeah, I just every month it seems like I just never have enough. Well, um, I think you should just decide that this month isn't going to be like that, you know, and that you're <laughs> not you're not that isn't how you're going to process it. You're going to just set that money thing aside for the next month or so, and just you know just put your total energy and focus on creating the greatest service that you can offer for people who are interested in the performing arts in the Asheville, North Carolina area. What's the name of your company? The Asheville Arts Center. The Asheville Arts Center. So I'm going to do that out for you yourself. And you know what? I think this this thing that uh, Summer I've been promoting all, all day today is doing on uh, on this coming Saturday would be a perfect thing for you to do. Can you sign up for that? Um, it sounds great. I think it's $15. I know if you can't afford it, I'll send it to you, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Terry, I hope to see you. It's online, so any place in the country or the world you're at, you can just sign up and listen. Yeah, and, and it's, but it's really about that kind of thing. That mm-hmm. You've got 500 students. You've got a great idea. You must have a product that people want. Uh, who doesn't want to be on stage? Who doesn't want to? And your, your energy is on, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. Uh, and every month it's not enough. Instead of that, just like, Put the same energy, the same amount of time and energy that you're putting into I don't have a mo- enough money into how can I improve? How can I become a better teacher? How can I make this business grow? How can I, you know, it's like, and that, and begin to ask that and, and focus on that and, and shift off of what's missing and what's wrong because when your thoughts are on what's missing, you get what you think about whether you want it or not. And what you're thinking about is what's missing and the universe is going to offer you experiences that are going to match up to that thought. If, on the other hand, you shift your thought to there's plenty of money and it will and it will it, it will surface for me and the right people will surface and that's where you put your attention and don't let yourself waver from that. The universe will offer you experiences that match up to that. It's an energy system you're in that thinking. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.